I'm Walter Sterling, and this is the Midnight Misfit Podcast. Around 600,000 years ago, humanity split in two. One group stayed in Africa, evolving into us. The other struck out overland into Asia, then Europe, becoming Homo Neanderthals, the Neanderthals. They weren't our ancestors, but a sister species evolving in a parallel Neanderthal system. We think of them because of what they tell us about ourselves, who we are, and who we might have become. It's tempting to see them as idyllic terms, living peacefully with nature and each other, like Adam and Eve in the garden. If so, maybe humanity's ills, especially our territorialism, violence, wars, they, they wouldn't be so. But modern inventions. Biology and paleontology paint a darker picture. Far from peaceful, Neanderthals were likely skilled fighters and dangerous warriors, rivaled only by, only by modern humans. They were the top predators. Predatory land mammals are territorial, especially pack hunters like lions, wolves, and homo sapiens. Neanderthals were cooperative, big game hunters. These predators sit atop the food chain. They have few predators of their own. So overpopulation drives conflict over hunting grounds. Neanderthals faced the same problems. If other species didn't control their numbers, conflict would have. This, territorial, this territoriality has deep roots in humans. Territorial conflicts are also intense in our closest relatives, chimpanzees. Male chimps routinely gang up and attack and kill males from rival bands, a behavior strikingly like human warfare. This implies that cooperative aggression evolved in the common ancestor of chimps and ourselves about seven million years ago. If so, Neanderthals would have inherited these same tendencies towards cooperative aggression. All too human. Warfare is an intrinsic part of being human. War isn't a modern invention, but an ancient fundamental part of humanity. Historically, all people warred. Our oldest writings are filled with war stories. Archaeologists reveals ancient fortresses and battles and sites of prehistoric massacres going back millennia. To war is human, and Neanderthals were very much like us. We're remarkably similar in our skull and skeletal anatomy and share 99.7% of the same DNA. Behaviorally, Neanderthals were astonishing like us. They made fire, buried their dead, fashioned jewelry from seashells and animal teeth. They made artwork and stone shrines. If Neanderthals shared so many of the creative instincts, they probably shared many of our destructive instincts too. Violent lives. The archaeological record confirms Neanderthals' lives were anything but peaceful. Neanderthals were skilled big game hunters, using spears to take down deer, ibex, elk, bison, 
even rhinos and mammoths. It defies belief to think that they would have hesitated to use these weapons if their families and lands were threatened. Archaeology suggests such conflicts were commonplace. Prehistoric warfare leaves telltale signs. A club in the hand is efficient. It's an efficient way to kill. Clubs are fast and powerful, precise weapons, so prehistoric Homo sapiens frequently show trauma to the skull. So too do Neanderthals. Another sign of warfare is the parry fracture, a feature of the lower arm caused by warding off blows. Neanderthals also show a lot of broken arms. At least one Neanderthal from Shandalar Cave in Iraq was impaled by a spear to the chest. Trauma was especially common in young Neanderthal males, as were deaths. Some injuries could have been sustained in hunting, but the patterns matched those predicted for a people engaged in intertribal warfare. Small-scale but intense prolonged conflict wars dominated by guerrilla-style raids and ambushes with rarer battles. War leaves a subtle mark in the form of territorial boundaries. The best evidence that Neanderthals not only fought but excelled at war is that they met us and weren't immediately overrun. Instead, for about 100,000 years, Neanderthals resisted modern human expansion. Why else would we take so long to leave Africa? Not because the environment was hostile, but because Neanderthals were already thriving in Europe and Asia. It's exceedingly unlikely that human modern, modern humans met the Neanderthals and decided to just live and let live. If nothing else, population growth inevitably forces humans to acquire more land and to ensure sufficient territory to hunt and forage food for their children. An aggressive military strategy is also a good evolutionary strategy. Instead, for thousands of years, we must have tested their fighters. And for thousands of years, we kept losing. In weapons, tactic, and strategy, we were fairly evenly matched. However, Neanderthals probably had tactical and strategic advantages. They'd occupied the Middle East for a millennia, doubtless gaining intimate knowledge of the terrain and the seasons and how to live off the native plants and animals. In battle, their massive muscular builds must have made, must have made them devastating figures in close quarter combat. Their huge eyes gave Neanderthals superior low-light vision, letting their, letting their superior low-light vision. Finally, the stalemate broke, and the tide shifted. We don't know why. It's possible the invention of superior-ranged weapons, bows, spears, spear throwers, throwing clubs, let lightly built Homo sapiens harass the stocky Neanderthals from a distance using hit-and-run tactics. Or perhaps better hunting and gathering techniques, Homo sapiens fed feed bigger tribes, creating new numerical superiority in battle. Even after 
primitive Homo sapiens broke down, broke out of Africa 200,000 years ago. It took over 150,000 years to conquer Neanderthal lands in Israel, Greece. Archaic Homo sapiens took ground only to fall back against the Neanderthal counteroffensive before a final offensive by modern Homo sapiens starting 20, 125,000 years ago eliminated Neanderthals. This wasn't a blitzkrieg, as one would expect if Neanderthals were either pacifists or inferior warriors, but a long war of attrition. Ultimately, we won. But this wasn't because we were less inclined to fight. In the end, we likely just became better at war than they were.